0: Welcome to Conspiracy Theoryology, a 12-episode podcast series hosted by Emma Marti, a senior at Piedmont University. Emma and a guest will be discussing and dissecting a theory, all while questioning the origin of the claims. Host Emma Marti and all guests are not supporting any theories, but simply looking at information to dive into the belief of the theory.
1: this episode of Conspiracy Theoryology, I am joined by John Dills as we discuss the Mandela Effect, its history, and how we have seen this conspiracy in our lives. The term Mandela Effect was created by Fiona Broom. Her first experience with the theory was at a conference talking with other people about how she remembered the death of former South African President Nelson Mandela in a South African prison in the 1980s. Broom kept talking with her colleagues, and they all had these collective memories of his passing in prison in the 1980s. This phenomenon quickly spread and has been used to describe things people remember one way, but in actuality are completely different. And during this episode, John Dills and I discuss various Mandela effects that we have seen, whether it's personal experiences or whether we've just seen them on the internet or social media. When did you find out about the theory?
0: So I started finding out about the theory, I would say 2015, 2016. Um, Surprisingly enough, this was back when Shane Dawson was still very popular. And I actually found it through him when I was an avid watcher of his videos, like constantly. And that's a little bit embarrassing, but um, I found it through him and so I kind of, down a rabbit hole for it at a young age because I found it so interesting and it was something I had never like thought of, and so whenever I found out about it, it was just constant research on it and finding different things, and so that's kind of what kept my interest through the years. Is it's just been something that lives in the back of my head, and when I notice one that I thought, you know, this is the Mandela effect, I'm like, wait. And it takes me back, almost, to when I first started looking into it. And so I've just had that much interest in it, really.
1: That just reminded me, because I never really considered, like, the first time that I heard of the Mandela Effect. You said Shane Dawson. My eyes went wide, and I was like, oh, my God. I had a moment, because I really think that's where my love for conspiracies came from, is him. And that's kind of embarrassing to admit.
0: Yeah, I mean... That's when I started like his original conspiracy theory yeah, videos. Me too. Not like his stuff that he produces now. Yeah, like I haven't watched him in stuff? like years. Yeah. But like his original conspiracy theory videos, like I started falling down like rabbit holes mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I I also like found like a love of like learning about conspiracy theories. Yeah. And you know, we're talking about the Mandela effect which if you take the definition of a theory, it cannot be Uh, disproven, right? There can be stuff to prove it, but not disprove it. It's really a lot of it is disproven in the, the Mandela Effect, because we have records. So what's happening with the Mandela Effect is people are seeing something, and they're remembering it a certain way, and then when they come back and see it again, they see what it actually is, and it's interfering with their memory, and they're like, wait, this is not the same as it was. Um, And there's different reasoning for it, and we'll talk about that in a second. But overall, it's just a very odd theory, and I think there's theories within it almost, too. For sure. So.
1: Have you personally ever been affected by the Mandela Effect?
0: So the one that kind of got me, like, the first Mandela Effect that I experienced was Chick-fil-A. So Chick-fil-A is spelled with, like, spelled out as C-H-I-C-K-F-I-L-A. Well, I thought it was spelled C-H-I-K-F-I-L-A. So no C. Like, no second C. See,
1: I thought there was no K. I thought it was C-H-I-C.
0: And that's where, like, this memory issue is coming in, right? So, like, we all see it different as a kid. And kind of what I said we'd get to it later, this is later, eat more chicken, right? The way you see that on, like, a sign for Chick-fil-A, you're thinking the spelling is wrong because they're (laughs) wanting the spelling to be wrong to grab your attention. So that spelling being wrong is you're associating that with the logo. Yeah. So that's why you're thinking of it that way. Mm -hmm. So it kind of plays into it different ways, and we can look at different theory, like, different reasons for the theory to be supported in other topics like yeah with fruit loops for example it's f-r-o-o-t loops instead of fruit like the actual spelling of fruit so it's quite silly
1: i just had to look it up for a second i'm sorry
0: <laughs> did you not know that one
1: no i did but that one never got me because i always remembered like the t- like the cereal chunks the cereal pieces as the o's in the logo so that one never got me
0: oh see that one got me oh uh, but most of them got me to be fair yeah but so the berenstein bears so if you think back to your childhood that's what they were always called i i mean i can literally remember my kindergarten teacher saying berenstein bears but it's actually stein mm-hmm. and I think this is one of the things that kind of gets people interested in this theory is because they think back to their childhood, and that's what they remember as stein not Baronstein. Yeah. And it's spelt with an um, an A instead of an E, mm-hmm. and it changes the pronunciation, and people are like, wait a minute.
1: No, that's definitely the one that got me the most, I will say.
0: Well, when I first heard of that one, I think this was one of like the originals that I heard of. Yeah. like. In the beginning, and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> yeah. this feels like a lie." It does. And so I explicitly remember searching that one, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This cannot be true." I this was like, "Cannot be." Yeah, I was in disbelief almost, and I was like, "This isn't right." It's Bernstein.
1: Mm-hmm. It is not. Yeah,
0: it is Barenstein. and I hate that. I do too. But <laughs> <laughs> that threw me for a loop, and a fruit so loop. A fruit loop it threw me for a fruit loop and so another big Mandela effect I want to talk about which I've not seen Star Wars but I have everyone knows the line Luke I am your father
1: that's not
0: it's not it, correct it's, it's not a it is actually no I am your father is mm-hmm. the line and apparently people still think it is luke i am your father Mm -hmm. because you still hear it popularized in the media and in social media of luke i am your father i mean i'm sure you can look at someone you went to high schools with instagram from halloween and it'll say luke i am your father so like realistically a lot of people still believe it is that way and if you're using it out of context it sounds correct but
1: yeah i think it's really the context thing because watching the movie when darth vader says no i am your father like obviously that makes sense because he's kept having that conversation with luke skywalker but like completely out of context like if it's if you see it on social media if you just see someone with a caption that says no i am your father
0: yeah you're not gonna get it first no, of you're all you're not gonna get the reference and but like it just it's so weird because you know even someone that hasn't seen star wars i still have heard countless times luke i am your father
1: And I feel like I can even, like, um, hear him saying it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's almost, like, unbelievable that, you know, it's seen that way, but at the same time it is. Because, you know, you want the context, but at the same time, that's not the line. Exactly. Uh, That one threw me kind of off, even though I hadn't seen it.
1: You should watch it.
0: I probably will get to it eventually. So...
1: When we live together, I'll make you watch it.
0: Perfect. Peanut butter. You know the brand Jif. Yeah. So it is Jif and not Jiffy. A lot of people have associated it to being Jiffy. And so I think back to my childhood and I can explicitly remember my grandma saying, do you want like Jiffy peanut butter like, on your sandwich? Which I don't even like peanut butter now. But like... That feels weird. And you can almost see the logo say Jiffy, too, in your head.
1: I'm going to push back on you here just for funsies. Do you think with the knowledge that you have, like it's actually Jiff, but you're wanting to like... I guess this kind of goes into all all Mandela effects. Do you think that some people... I'm just going to say you. Do you think that you would like... In your mind you know that it's actually Jif, but because you wanna be like included in the whole Mandela effect thing, you're like, No, I remember Jiffy.
0: No. Um <laughs> <laughs> just a few um, like devil's advocate. No, I fully agree with that. Um I, I see both. Yeah. So like when I think of the brand now, I think JIF, mm-hmm. obviously. But before knowing that like as a kid, you're not gonna read a label. Yeah. Let's be real. So you're gonna go off of what you're told. You know, growing up in the South, I had different influences that would say Walmart's instead of Walmart, saying Longhorns instead of Longhorn. I do that. So like, there's that. I think that falls into the same thing for me. It, it really just happened because of being around that and having different people say different things. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's where it comes for me personally, like specifically for that one. And, you know, I'm sure there are people that want to be included in the Mandela effect and want to believe it one way when they don't really believe it that way. Yeah. Um,
1: Or like remember it a certain way, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I'm sure that that happens. But for me personally on that one, like I kind of remember my grandma saying it and I kind of like can see the logo saying Jiffy instead yeah. of Jiff, but like I know it's not Jiffy yeah. and that it is Jiff. Does that answer your question, though? It does. Okay, throw so it back to
1: Capstone. Does stop. that answer your question?
0: Does that answer your question? So this one I didn't know of this one until I was doing research to like earlier, mm-hmm. and this one kind of like messed me up. Curious George does not have a tail.
1: I know. I didn't know that one. That one messes me up, too, because I remember one of my best friends growing up, she gave my dad this, like, really small, curious George doll, and I could have sworn that he had a tail. But no, he never had a tail.
0: It feels like, I don't know. It's like I want to believe that he didn't and, like, remember the cartoons with him not having a tail. Mm Mm-hmm. And it feels right to not believe him without a tail. But at the same time, you think of, like, pictures of him and, like, stuff from your childhood. And you're like, wait, does he have a tail? It's, like, one of those things that I'm, like, 50-50 on.
1: Yeah, because you were just talking about it. And I was kind of spiraling in my mind. I was like, I don't know if I'm even remembering it right.
0: Yeah. Well, I I only watched Curious George when I was really young. Yeah. So, like, thinking about his tail, like, not being there thinking about it being there like kind of like comparing those in my mind either way yeah exactly and it doesn't really affect the image of curious george at all but it's just kind of weird to think about his reputation his reputation his brand (laughs) so so spell oscar meyer
1: i know where you're going with this o-s-c-a-r-m-e-y-e-r
0: so, it is actually spelled O-S-C-A-R-M-A-Y-E-R. Oscar Mayer would be how you would spell it instead of Oscar. like Meyer. Yeah. But it's pronounced Meyer. So, you would... I think that one, for the reason of that one, is the pronunciation and how we say it and like the jingle yeah. to it that we all heard as a kid. Yeah. And so, that one also just makes sense a
1: lot of them can really just be written off as like pronunciation and like different differences between like regional pronunciation stuff like that but
0: i've got one coming up that is gonna is not pronunciation no you probably have already heard it but um it's not this one but sketchers
1: what about them spell it s-k-e-t-c-h-e-r-s
0: it's a pronunciation thing again. So it's actually S K E C H E R S. So no T. It's Sketchers, not Sketchers. That is almost like the exact same thing when you say it, though. Yeah. So, it it sounds like a, a T, and mm-hmm. that's why.
1: That might just be me doing like word association of like of sketch, like sketch Yeah. Like drawing. I think it
0: is for a lot of people too, and it it's the pronunciation as well. I think it's both. And yeah. Which, I don't know why this one like, surprised me at all. Because it it looks right when you look at it on a piece of paper without a T. It looks correct. but
1: Yeah, you're right. Because I just looked it up. It looks right without a T.
0: Yeah, but in your head when you try to spell it, you're going to add a T. yeah So that's one of the ones that's like, it's really just a pronunciation. And, you know as you're writing it or as you hear it. So,
1: no, you know, I hate this because I just looked up Skechers Mandela effect and there's a logo with the T and there's one without the T. Yeah. And now Skechers doesn't look like a word at all. No, it doesn't. Like, after I've been staring after, at after it you look long. at it too
0: long, it's weird. But another one that is pronunciation, well, not pronunciation, more spelling because I've known this one and I... Haven't spelt it incorrectly, but if you try to spell it, a lot of people end up spelling it correctly. Is Febreze, there's it's spelled F E B R E Z E, it's not a double E.
1: That's another pronunciation thing, yeah. And there's associated with a breeze
0: like air, like wind,
1: yeah. And you know, wind,
0: you know, wind, our best friend. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I that one's definitely a pronunciation and like a spelling and a word association thing, Mm -hmm. but that one, I thought, I just thought that one was neat. Because, like, you think of the logo and you see it spelled correctly, but you try to spell it and, like, Google it. Yeah. It's gonna do a double E. And I don't know, maybe I've just spelt it wrong in the past, but I was trying to type it into my phone earlier, and it auto-corrected to a double E. And I was like, uh uh I was like, you're wrong. I'm right. For once.
1: For once, you are smarter than your phone.
0: Exactly. So, the one that is not a word association so one of my favorite things in life is monopoly and you can probably ask anyone like I'm close to I love monopoly which is very cheesy but the monopoly man does not have a monocle are you sure wait yeah he doesn't have a monocle
1: I don't like that. You're and right. Because I am sure, actually. <laughs> I just looked it up.
0: The Monopoly man not having a monocle, when I first came across that, I was like, wait. And then I kind of forgot about it. Like, I was kind of confused. Then I forgot. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Like and also, it now, go. since my recent obsession with Monopoly in the last few years, um, thinking about like the logo on the board game, I'm like, wait. That feels wrong. Like it feels like something is off when you look at the logo. But he doesn't have one.
1: I thought the Pringles man had a monocle. (laughs) I'm confused now.
0: I I don't remember that one with a
1: monocle. No, he doesn't. Because I was going to. A lot of the times I like playing Devil's Advocate. So I was going to say maybe you're thinking of the Pringles logo with the monocle. But no, he doesn't even have a monocle.
0: Yeah. And. I don't know. It's just weird to think about. So I also kind of wanted to bring up um, like the relevancy of the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. So before twenty fourteen, if you go onto Google Trends, there's almost no searches mm-hmm. of the Mandela effect. You go to January twenty fourteen, and it, you start seeing occurrences, mm-hmm. and it's almost like we discovered this all of a sudden and it became like a pop culture thing yeah and then you really see like a rise in 2016 of people searching for it and it kind of hit like the peak of google trends where it means it's like extremely popular and i think it's kind of important for us to kind of watch stuff like that especially for conspiracy theories because you're seeing how many people are interested in it, seeing how many people not necessarily are following it, but are learning about it. Yeah. And while I don't believe that the Mandela effect in itself is true, or that the theory is true, I think the effect very much affects people in the way that they're thinking. And it's kind of cool to just think about. But if you look on this, it's almost insane because it's, Nothing to extremely popular. Yeah. So is the Mandela effect just a trend that, you know, has carried on since 2014 and we've seen people learn about it, lose interest? Or is it something that, you know, is going to continue to be watched over time? It's like one of those things, like we don't really have an answer. Yeah. So. I think now we're kind of leveling out to where it's going to remain like a certain amount of popularity and people watching it and seeing like new new instances. Mm-hmm. Um especially with the popularization of social media, I think that's going to have two effects on it. It's going to keep keep some popularity to it obviously, mm-hmm. but also it's going to add to the effects. So you may like in remembering one thing one way and then seeing it's different. I think social media could definitely add to that for sure. So, um, and then I also wanted to bring up when you go into Google trends and you look up the Mandela effect, if you go down and you look at related topics, the first one that is related is false memory dash disorder. So, I, I'm assuming people are like, wait, why do I believe it this way? You know, mm-hmm. and they're questioning why they remember it a certain way. And then, the fifth most related topic is, of course, the Bernstein Bears. Makes sense. So, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool to look at that and see. This is what you know. People are questioning mm-hmm. after. And for some reason, I don't know if there is a Mandela Effect film, but that is a very large search as well. Right, literally right under Nelson Mandela himself.
1: No, I'm being quiet because I'm like pulling it up and looking at it too because that's weird.
0: And apparently people take um, Mandela Effect quizzes too. Yeah. I did not.
1: No, I have. I, I've never thought of to take one. I, I'm i a big fan of BuzzFeed. Like I have the app and everything on my phone and I'll always do quizzes if I'm bored. I've done some sort of Mandela Effect quiz at least once or twice.
0: I don't think I've ever done a Mandela Effect quiz. I mean, like BuzzFeed, of course, you know, I'm gonna do what fruit am I quiz or whatever. But like, I don't know. Like, it's very odd to think about because we remember stuff differently as you know, Mm -hmm. time progresses and our memories, you know, we're affected by what's around us. So, you know, maybe we remember Chick-fil-A from the eat more chicken signs, or maybe we remember stuff a certain way because of our upbringing. And Mm -hmm. it's just a good thing to question a good thing to always, you know, always learn from because it's, maybe our memories in reality fail us and they do. And so I think it's a good thing to just be aware of, mm-hmm. think about, and take it lightly. Because I, I feel
1: like this is one of the conspiracy theories that until... Unless it's something huge and, like, life-shattering, there's no consequence to being, like, I remember Chick-fil-A with a K Exactly. Or whatever.
0: It's a very, like kind theory in a yeah. way because like it's just something to learn it's about It's
1: lighthearted, honestly yeah
0: and it's not deep it's not gonna hurt anyone mm-hmm. and I think that's a great theory just to learn about because it's not gonna hurt anyone I agree and if you believe it or disbelieve it cool you but you learn something new at least yeah and I think that's really like the byproduct of it is like you're learning something new and I think that's important
1: I agree I do want to talk about some because I'm looking it up and I'm like in the related topics does Fruit of the Loom, do, does the logo have a cornucopia?
0: No, not to me. It has uh, grapes. That's what I remember. Am I am I incorrect?
1: No, you're correct. Like, it's a bunch of fruit, but a lot of people remember there being the cornucopia. I'm I gonna... don't... Like that. No?
0: I, I feel like that's a logo for something else. Like, not the cornucopia the is. Yeah. Because... It looks familiar, but it doesn't look right. I think it looks sense. right, See, honestly. I don't think it looks right. Like I think without it looks correct. Yeah. But I I don't know why, but the two things that stand out the most in that logo would be the grapes and the apple, and that's because they're brighter colors. And so I don't I don't associate that one with being having the carnucopia there.
1: Next, Looney Tunes.
0: Okay, so I can never remember the correct spelling of it, but I think it's Well, don't even think about
1: what's correct. Think about what you know. Like, what's right for you.
0: I think it's T-U-N-E-S. Is that right?
1: I don't remember either.
0: (laughs) I think it's T-U-N-E-S. That that feels right. Like, that feels like what I saw in childhood, but I could also be Mm -hmm. wrong.
1: See, I remember it both ways. Like, T-O-O-N-S or T-U-N-E-S i remember both ways
0: see that could also be a word association though because cartoons
1: yeah which if i created looney tunes that makes a lot more sense to me because there's not many tunes in looney tunes like no songs
0: well there was but not a lot Well, not many correct yeah and wait which one is it though
1: t-u-n-e-s okay okay yeah
0: so i'm not wrong in that one no you're not
1: But but like cartoons like you said that that makes sense but T-U-N-E-S does look better. Yeah. But, yeah. What about Kit Kat? Is there a dash or not?
0: So, I remember a dash, but I know there's not. Yeah. Like,
1: I also remember a dash.
0: A dash feels right because maybe that's just like the journalism knocked into us that it just felt like grammar. I agree. But,. <laughs> Grammar. (laughs) Grammar. But like the dash feels correct.
1: I agree. But there's not. I know. And I hate it. (laughs) So I never was a huge fan of Pokemon, but Pikachu, the tail, do you know this? With the stripe or no stripe?
0: A stripe on his tail?
1: Yeah. Like a little brown stripe.
0: He just has a little, wait. On the. I don't even remember a brown stripe.
1: Oh, well, maybe that's like
0: on any of his body. I also didn't watch Pokemon.
1: Neither did I. Or maybe it's not brown. It's black, but oh, I bombed the like
0: mic. Oh, That. I remember the little like ear tips, but I don't remember. N- wait, I don't remember. It both look right. Exactly. But I don't remember the like black on his tail, though, but both look correct.
1: I maybe it's just a symmetry thing for me anyway.
0: It could be, honestly. I mean, it it feels right. Yeah. Both feel right. Mhm. I would like to see someone like dissect why, like in an art way, as to why. Yeah. He doesn't, because, is there a reason or was it just an artistic choice? You know.
1: It was probably just an artistic choice, honestly.
0: It definitely could be, but I'm, I'm just. I'm honestly just curious.
1: Right as you said curious, I looked at curious, George.
0: <laughs> without a tell, I hope.
1: There's one with and without.
0: It's without, which, if you look at the image, it feel, both feel right.
1: See, I disagree. The tail feels wrong. Really? Yeah.
0: See, both feel right for me. I
1: Okay. Okay. I see something. Hold on. In this form of curious, George, no tail feels right. Okay. In this form, tail feels right.
0: Does he have a tail in the books?
1: I'm going to go home right now and find my old books. See, I'm looking up like Curious George book. And since it's online, this is stuff that can be edited. But if I go home and I find my books, and if he has a tail, I'm going to scream. I found the
0: same image you showed me without a tail. And oh, that feels I hate wrong. it. That feels wrong. See
1: like that old-time animation style feels right with a tail, but the newer animation feels wrong.:
0: Maybe that's what it is.: But it's I
1: feel like I've seen him swinging on that tail.
0: That's so weird to think about. Yeah. Because
1: hmm. that would explain kind of why, like people, <laughs> people of our generation, why we... oh why tail kind of makes sense, but with the newer style.
0: Maybe maybe for me, and not necessarily everyone, I, I watched The Jungle Book a lot as a kid. That was like a really big movie for me. I, I It yeah. made childhood me quake. And so that, like the monkeys in the trees like hanging from their tails and like yeah. trying to snatch up Mowgli, maybe that's what I'm associating personally with the tail feeling right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean... Our childhood is kind of like the base of where we get our personality. Yeah. And so that, I mean, maybe for me, that's why.
1: That makes sense.
0: I might be dissecting this one specific instance way too much, but.
1: But I think that's in order to prove or disprove like conspiracy theories, I feel like you need to kind of dissect why you are led to believe a certain thing. Yeah, which definitely. is hard for a lot of theories, but like we said, like the Mandela effect's just a fun little it's a fun little thing. And
0: it's not hurting anybody. No. Unless you're offended that I said that Curse George choice. has a tell. Yeah. Or doesn't have a tell. Whatever. Exactly. So I don't know. Maybe if anyone listening wants to research it, go please go like first one bear and stain bears.
1: No, but I've done that before. Like I've gone you know what we should do? We Let's should go do to the it. library.
0: And find a book on the Berenstain Bears. Yes. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Because, like, I've found my old Berenstain Bears books. And there's an E. I've seen the E. Like... I swear to God.
0: And, like, like since you've heard of the Mandela Effect?
1: See, I don't remember.
0: Oh. Well, okay. So, I, I could be completely wrong in this. And I'm going to double check that I'm not. But I'm pretty sure the name... Berenstain comes from the author's last name. Oh wait, maybe. Yeah. So it was. There's two authors. It was written by a couple. Their name, their names are Jan and Stan. I love that it rhymes, but their last name is Berenstain.
1: Interesting.
0: So. Maybe that's like just a misconception because their name is. Yeah.
1: Maybe that really is just a pronunciation thing. Like everyone ended up saying Bernstein, so they just thought it was spelled with an E.
0: Lots of questions.
1: And little to no answers. And
0: <laughs> exactly. And no answers really.
1: Exactly. That's all that I have for today.
0: So. Well, thank you so much for letting me join you for a second episode of Conspiracy Theology. It's thank been very you. fun.
1: Thank you for joining.
0: Thank you for listening to Conspiracy Theorology. Be sure to tune in every Friday for a new episode with host MMRT. Keep an eye open. Someone's always watching.